Hello, my friends. It's your DM, Patrick. We're back this week with our first episode of our proper second arc, They Don't Need a Crane. It is a full-length episode once again, and we've got some absolutely wild stuff in store for y'all this arc, including NPC names by our patrons and a special guest. But it wouldn't be the start of a rally arc without audio issues, <laughs> so at times you might find Craig and Emily in this episode to be a little rough. Uh, we still love them, and so should you. And honestly, I'm not even worried about this episode. I know that you're going to love it. So, I'll let you get on with it, and please enjoy the first episode of They'll Need a Crane. Previously, on Unbalanced Encounters. Anytime you cut a tree down, grow it back. You see, Elderwood produce these little berries. The geckos collect those berries, and they bring them to the Elder Gods. They're offerings, ways of telling the Elder Gods that their world is in check. When those offerings dry up, the Elder Gods get angry. And at a certain point, apparently, they lose their minds. So I don't know what you thought you were doing, but my friend, you made an oath to the forest. Can we talk about, talk about you and that dope ass shit that you pulled? You should see me do it in a ball gown, Juniper. I know someone who used to say that. I'm sure you do. Were you fighting alongside anyone else? Occasionally, Juniper. But never your mother. There is a surety of truth here that it almost changes the way you consider truth. He's going to take the corpses and he's going to put them into the trenches and I'm going to use mold earth to bury them. Harissa, does a 25 hit? Yes. I'm down. I'm on now death saving first. This last assassin, dazed from this bottle hit, plunges his dagger into Scrumpy's chest. You see a cloud darken the entire moon. And then, as if beckoning away the souls of the dead. Welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the show that dares to ask, what if Dungeons and Daddies had no parents whatsoever? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you guys don't know how much pressure I'm under every fucking time we play D&D to come up with one of those. It haunts me in the night hours. I look forward to them slowly getting worse over time. Yeah, yes. they, they're definitely going to start deteriorating. How y'all, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Y'all excited to play some fucking D&D? Oh my goodness. Yee! Oh yes. Much excitement. Let's do it. Let's roll some dice. Emily, I don't want to hear shit from you. You're unconscious. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, Emily's down. <laughs> Can I just ask, how many hit points is everyone at at the end of all of that? I was at seven. 
Craig, you were at three. Oh yeah. And Emily was at zero. I was at nine. We were all we were all pretty close. Oh we yeah. We were all one hit away. Yeah, I was one hit away. Sheesh. It's almost as if you guys single-handedly put down a raid on the fucking city with very little help from anyone other than Big Paul and Benny and Benny. Scrumpy once accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> is it Scrumpy that's down? Yeah, Scrumpy is also uh, unconscious. Scrumpy is, oh. is also unconscious. Yes. Oh boy. Uh, that was there was there was a lot that happened uh, at the end of that. Um, cool. And uh, and so we're we're gonna start in sort of the immediate aftermath of this siege. There's uh you know it's 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 the middle of the night, right? You guys fought kind of into the small hours of the morning. The moon overhead obscured slightly by clouds, the silhouette of a great bird vanishing on the distant horizon. Harissa and Scrumpy have been rushed off to Oz's infirmary, presumably to be stabilized, revived, and recover. And we see Guard standing with the last of the bodies out front. And I'm very curious, how is Guard feeling in this moment? I think that this is probably the first time that Guard has had a serious combat encounter since his strange forest stuff started. And in the past, when he has had to deal with the aftermath of the dead, or the aftermath of him doing his job, um, his response was very robotic, as are most things that he does. But I think that there is not soft is not the right word, but there is a uh, an attentiveness that is there in how he deals with moving the bodies basically into the trenches and then using mold earth to finish burying them. But the whole process for him is going to be slow and very intentional in his movements. Almost ritualistic, but not doing any specific ritual, but very just focused and gentle in how he is dealing with the corpses of the people that were just cut down in defense of Rally. Um, the other thing that I think he is going to be doing is he is going to be kind of consistently looking to the forest. Um, there is something in the back of his mind that he can't quite, he can't quite put to words, but he feels like this is not over. Even if it is, he feels like it's not. He feels like there is more to come or there is more waiting. Um, so throughout this whole process of him uh, sort of going through the outskirts of town and taking the bodies and putting them to the trenches and sort of refilling all of the trenches. He is also constantly always kind of just like looking to the woods in the direction that the folks came from. Would you please roll me an insight check? Sure. Not my strongest, not my weakest. Let's go, baby. Solidly mid. You know what? I rolled a natural one, but I have a inspiration and I'm going to use it. So I'm going to re By all it. means. 
because I'm curious. Fuck! Fuck me! Fuck me! I rolled a goddamn oh, no. two! I rolled a one and a fucking two! <laughs> oh no! I want Guard to Gar. see, but he just can't. Oh, God. He just can't. I got My a three. My heart. Three. You Max got a three. Three. All right. Three. Um, Guard, I think, I think that feeling is very present for you. And I think that as you look out over the woods, you feel a tension. A yearning to protect. And it seems to be a little stronger as you face the woods. And as you shift and turn back to look at Rally, you are pulled in the other direction. A ferocity. A regret? There was a threat to rally. You let them live. I need you to make me a charisma saving throw. Literally another natural one. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Minus one for a zero. Total of zero. Ah, I rolled a one, and then a two, and then a one this session. Oh, my friend. We are off to a start. Uh, thank you. Very I'll, much. Carry, I'll carry the load. Guard. Uh, June, Isaac, you are walking back along the trenches, seeing Guard gently place body after body into them, push his hand down into the earth, mycelium stretching out and moving the soil over these bodies. And... Along the tree line, you see a little bit of movement as Elmira, astride one of the wolverines, <laughs> makes her way out from the tree line, followed by another wolverine, another child another wolverine, another wolverine, and the rest of the children, armed with knives and daggers that you do not know where they came from. <laughs> it's a comforting sight, a group of children. Can somebody get those, boy? Because I, I see Robbie back there. He looks a little too happy to have them. <laughs> Can somebody... <laughs> They seem to be moving back to rally. Uh, what do y'all do? Uh, we should probably make sure they're okay. How's it? Well, absolutely, but um, I'm just going to be honest. I, uh, how, how are you feeling this? You, you, do you have ever done anything like that before? You mean... Killed a man? Yes. Killed another, another person? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't believe so, Isaac. Uh, yeah, no. Do you know what? It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it's. Mm -hmm. I, it was bizarre. Uh, what about? I, I've never seen you um, lock anybody up with the uh, like roots and shit before. Yes, magic is real, June. And Isaac's just gonna <laughs> make sure she's focusing on him. I need you to just. Breathe, relax. 
I I am so relaxed right now. I don't think I could get any better. Um, did you see what Benny did too? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it was unreal and guard and I just did you just say magic is real? Did I really just hear that come out of your mouth? <laughs> I, I really did can't anybody else fight hear it. that? Did anybody else that, hear Okay. I, I heard it said... and I was unconscious. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it's when it's blatant as that in front of my face, then I can't really deny it any longer. Um Yeah, if everything's fine, everything's cool. Everything, I mean, you're okay. Guard's okay. Well, and he just Thank- like, he's feeling one of the arrows stick out of his oh, chest no. during this conversation. Uh, do you want, <laughs> would you like some help with that? Um, nope, probably shouldn't pull it out. We're just going to leave it there until uh, Alex okay. figures it out. All right. I'm, Isaac, I'm, the scariest part of that was seeing you run out there by by yourself and um she's gonna reach out for his hand he takes it don't throw yourself out there like that please for my I can't I can't lose Anyone else? Hey, hey, hey. I'm not going anywhere until Rally goes somewhere, so <laughs> I think I'll be here for a little bit longer. He squeezes her hand. Good. What? I mean, uh, I know that you're in rough shape. I'm not doing uh, super hot myself. Um, I've only got seven hit points. Um, but uh, <laughs> maybe we should uh, clean up a bit, and um, I'm sure Harissa is probably wondering where we are. To yeah, the- guard captain's got a guard captain, so we, we'll probably just check in with her, and then probably go see Oz. As the two of you approach uh, the door to rally, uh, you see that Big Paul has gotten it open and is you know sort of shepherding in some of the bighorn sheep he's got sort of one slung over his shoulders uh and he kind of gives you a nod Isaac you probably want to um see Oz sooner rather than later I feel fine where's Carl report <laughs> you you sort of look around the door you see that um uh you see that Big Paul has started to, you know, sort of nudge them off toward the toward the pen, and uh, Big Paul looks at you and says, "Scrumpy, uh, Scrumpy's in the infirmary. Is he okay?" He sort of looks down, and then back up. I don't know. It doesn't look particularly good. Where, where's Harissa? Likewise, Oz is tending to them both. Oh, f- fuck no! And she'll run off 
to towards Oz. Well, I appreciate what you what you did for us, uh, Big Paul. I'm gonna go check on my guard, Captain, if you don't mind. Of course, I'll clean up out here. See the two. We'll uh, we'll see to the ball. You did well, Isaac. You ought to be proud. Well, this this is. It just takes me back. That's all. Do you have any idea what's up with the children? I feel like giving them knives and... <laughs> I think that one's riding a wolverine. Uh, Elmira's fine. She, she's, she's on top secret. As you say mm-hmm. that, she boom, tears in uh, to rally. Big Paul's... Oh, oh. My um, favorite. My fucking favorite. She's so good. Uh, uh, sh- who gave the children knives? Who should be responsible for, for, for ret- retrieving those? I gave the children the knives. <laughs> I'm almost yes. done burying the dead. Was there an issue? Nope. All the kids are safe, and apparently one of them actually stopped one a um, armed adult earlier. So I'll let it slide this one time, but really, I th- Robbie, give me that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, oh man, my ass. Go, kid, go with the other kids. <laughs> All right, fine. Kid runs into rally, and you all make your way into the infirmary. Uh, Isaac, you and June arrive at the infirmary, and it is hectic. Oz is running back and forth between Scrumpy and Harissa, doing their best to stabilize and ensure that their wounds are treated and that their vitals are tended to. Scrumpy seems to have lost a lot of blood and has been packed under some cotton rags dripping gently crimson red Harissa seems a little bit more stable she's unconscious but breathing she's lying face down and you can see that there's a rather large bandage across the sort of flat of her back Oz, who's being helped by Benny, looks up when they see you come in. Isaac, June, oh, uh, well, I guess I'm glad you're not dead. Huh? What, what can I do? Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, first of all, June, are you okay, honey? Because Isaac doesn't look it. I'm fine. I'm fine. He's not fine. Yeah. Um, no. It's can we, can we? Flesh wound. What? His butter scratch. Isaac, you look like a walking pin cushion. <laughs> just need, I can't sit on the wall right now. There's one in my back. I'm just gonna. Yeah, maybe don't move. I don't want that to paralyze you. Um, Benny, can you, uh, can you and June just, just uh, handle it? Uh, and Oz sort of waves their hand and returns to Scrumpy. Uh, kind of a big needle some thread starts sewing up. 
Juniper? Isaac, you're looking well as always. Thank you, Benny. Finally, somebody not talking about, oh, I lost a lot of blood. Maybe I'm just going to sit on the floor. Yeah, uh, maybe don't do that, uh, Isaac. Stand, stand. June, help yeah. me keep him up. All right. June, tell me, did your mother ever tell you how to handle a wound such as this? And she sort of points to one of the arrows in Isaac's shoulder. A uh, DM. Mm -hmm. Has my mother ever told me <laughs> how to handle a wound like this? Uh <laughs> So what I'm envisioning here is that this is sort of part and parcel to the training, right? Like you're a pretty wisdom heavy character. Um, I think the answer to that question is going to be whether or not you have proficiency in medicine. No. Okay, then no. I, I don't I don't believe I do. I think I have proficiency in, ah, yes, cooking tools. So Yay. not sure that those are mutually <laughs> exclusive, but fair enough. Don't cook Isaac, please. June, I'm going to need you to pay very close attention. Huh? I can do that. And she reaches up and twists the arrow slightly so <laughs> that it is in line with the cut. And she can pull it out without tearing at your shoulder. She spins it around, flicks it, and it boom, sticks into the wall. All right, Juniper, your turn. You want me to do that with the other arrows? She nods. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, and she'll grab onto one of the arrows. Go ahead and roll me a medicine check. Oh, okay. 13. All right. Uh, Isaac. Mm -hmm. Isaac's half awake right now. Yep. I would like you to make uh, a constitution saving throw for me Let's if you don't do it 18 okay it takes june a lot longer than it takes benny to get this no. right Sorry. but you hear, Isaac, you hear a lot of oh you do great i'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry i'm trying you to do, no but you do fine okay one by one the arrows come loose and benny is there to staunch the bleeding Oz makes a brief appearance to give Isaac a little bundle of leaves to chew on to help kill the pain. And <laughs> Harissa, after about an hour's worth of this, you manage to wake up. Oh my. Oh. Oh, Lord. What happened? Where am I? She's going to try and move. Nope, nope, no. nope. Fuck that. Absolutely not. Unacceptable. Down. down you go. Uh, and Oz just like pushes you back down onto the bed. Bedside manner on S tier right here. <laughs> Oz so much. Sphinx, who's been sitting sort of like on the pillow or kind of like near her sort of like head and shoulders, um, just sort of smacks her on the head. Stay down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Ow. You got pretty hurt there. Yeah. I, I just remember being surrounded. Some people got in. 
I don't know. I can't really remember. Some people got in? Oh man, I'm gonna have to talk to the guard captain about that. Y'all ever wonder why we got so many things? Oz, what, what was in them leaves? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Forgive me if I am not laughing as hard as I normally would, Isaac. Uh, do you want, Marissa, <clears throat> do you need some water? Do you want me to get you anything? Yes, if you could get me a very large glass of water and pour it on Isaac, please. I'd appreciate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I will pr- I will bring you some water and Juno grab Marissa some some water. At the uh at the back of Oz's infirmary, like many of the buildings in Raleigh, there is a small diversion of the creek that runs through and comes up through the floor and you sort of walk back. There's a little set of glasses and a small bucket there and you pull out some water and walk it back over to Harissa. Here we go. I know you'd probably prefer it to be thrown at Isaac, but um, right now I think he's he's having a real good trip right now. Maybe we just want to <laughs> leave him. Up to a peak today. <laughs> he was more honorable than any man I ever knew. <laughs> 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 and this was my favorite <laughs> for, for folks that are just listening Craig is literally just staring at his hands wiggling his fingers as he's talking and it is <laughs> well Oz can you saw my flannel it's all, it got holes all in it I, Isaac your flannel is the least of our concerns we'll, we'll get it the fuck figured out what happened to Scrooby? Yeah, I... You see, all of you see that Oz is just so frazzled. The little tufts of hair on the sides of their head uh, just drenched in sweat. Cloth, head wrap pulled back and likewise glued to their forehead. I think he's gonna be okay. I... I... Uh, I think he's gonna be okay. You did good, Oz. Thank you, June, sweetie. I, I appreciate that. This was, um... Does anybody know why the fuck Scrumpy was standing at the front gate? Is that... Was that somebody's idea, or... It was more of the boar were at the front gate to help uh, Scrumpy is tagging along. Huh. Well, that's a novel strategy if ever I've seen one. Um, I don't, I don't actually, I mean, we'll ask him when he gets out of the, out of this, but I don't actually think Scrumpy knows how to fight. I think, Oz, uh, the boar were to be a second line of defense if anything were to happen. And... Scrumpy is part of that band. He wouldn't have it any other way. We weren't to know that those people would have snuck in or... I mean, hey, assassins, they were doing their job, right? You see Oz kind of deflates a little, having just finished up work on Scrumpy. and 
lets out a deep sigh and says, I feel like it's getting harder. Anyway, you all don't need to listen to the exhausted ramblings of an old crone like me. All you, uh, all you need to do is get better. Uh, Isaac, you take it easy. Stay off your feet until, well, I don't need to tell you that. That one's easy. Uh, Harissa, you are not allowed on that back for at least 24 hours. And hopefully Scrumpy will wake up soon. Thank you, Oz. Oh, by the way, you have a visitor. And Oz points to the front door uh, where Elmira is standing. Let's fucking go. Next to the leader of the Wolverine Cubs. And she is simply standing in the doorway. She hasn't entered yet. And she locks eyes with Harissa. Harissa, you see a decided fear behind those red curls. Harissa smiles warmly at her from sort of squashed down in her pillow. And I think even though Sphinx is behind me and can't see my face, he's got a warm smile as well when he looks at Elmira. Elmira. And Harissa sort of weakly waves her over from her awkward kind of position. Come in. You see her sort of bristle. Her hair kind of stands on end a little bit as she sets her jaw, takes a deep breath, and crosses the threshold into the infirmary. And she strides up to you and says, uh, Hi, hi, Miss Harissa. Are, are you... Are you okay? Oh, this is nothing. I have been through worse. <coughs> I've, I've been through worse. But what about you? How are you? I'm, I'm fine. We... <laughs> Guard introduced us to the Wolverines and we... <sighs> we did such a good job. So I see. And she kind of looks down and lets her hand sort of drop off the side of the bed to sort of put in front of the Wolverine's nose. The Wolverine kind of... Sniffs you and bears his teeth, looks to Elmira and then back to you, kind of sits on its haunches. Sphinx looks over the side of the bed. <laughs> He's not as handsome as me, though. <laughs> and kind of sits back to <laughs> <laughs> Elmira. I want you to know just how proud I am of you. You did so well, and you were so brave, and you protected all the other children. I'll, I'll be honest, Miss Harissa, we, we didn't need to, I didn't need to do much to protect them. They were, they were great. We took out like eight riders. 
<laughs> oh my what god! The fuck? What? They <laughs> <laughs> had you. Well, and knives. The knives were really helpful. Yes. 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 Oh god, I'm very pleased that you had the knives. Thank you, God, wherever you are. Oh, he's just burying all the bodies. Yeah, I bet he is, yeah. Um, what kind of a horror show are we building for these children? <laughs> oh my god. Hey, harsh um, reality, yeah? I mean, they're gonna have to yeah. learn one day. Heavy, heavy Lord of the Flies type vibe right now. Oh, oh yeah. by the way, Father Christmas isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> but she smiles at Elmira. Even if you do not feel like you did anything, you did a lot. And you should be proud of you, too. She nods. And considers that for a second. Yeah. Well, we'd all do anything to protect Bradley. I mean, it's <laughs> it's our home, right? Uh, look at you. You even went and got hurt. None of us got hurt. Which just makes you better than me, huh? Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe this time, yeah. But I'm sure next time you'll be you'll be fine. I'm sure I will. Knowing that you're out there protecting me, I will be very good. How long do you think you're gonna have to stay here? Uh not long. Oz won't let me turn over for twenty-four hours. Pah. But hey, I got a badass scar though now, huh? Yeah, that's true. Chicks dig scars. <laughs> Are they supposed to? Okay, uh, I'll keep that in mind. And... <laughs> <laughs> Don't go getting scars on purpose, please. No, that is. Just oh pretend no! Of nothing. course, yeah, my mom would kill me. Um, yeah. but. Um, yeah. You know, if I were to have an accident. Anyway. Um... Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have no knives uh, when Craig. you leave this building. Disclaimer. <laughs> Chicks are allowed to dig whatever they want. And so, maybe they don't dig scars. Don't I mean, go around giving yourself scars, please. <laughs> Listen to Craig. Don't listen to me ever. I'm a bad influence. <laughs> I think Elmira oh gives you uh, like an excited nod, and I'll, uh, I'll 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 come visit you every day. I'd like that very much. Thank you. As with Spinks, is she going to bring the furball every time? Where <laughs> left you too, fool? Uh, could someone, could someone please get the, get the, get the the literal wolverine cub out of the hospital that would be really helpful uh elmira can you take your friend and and please like that would be i'm just it's there, there's like sanitary considerations i don't want like three people have had surgery the wolverine cub kind of lowers his head and spins around and stalks out into the streets of rally uh and Elmira says, he's not unsanitary, and stamps her foot and runs <laughs> after him. Um, uh, Guard is going to make his way back into town and go head towards the infirmary to check on the 
injured just to kind of see what's up. So he'll probably see the Wolverine and Elmira leaving. Thank you for helping. Thank you for the knives. And then he's going to look to the Wolverine and growl a little bit. Thank you for helping. It's your pack. You helped mine and we'll help yours. I think it's your pack too now. And he's going to kind of look at Elmira and back to the Wolverine. Well, she, the kids seem good, but the, the ones in there are kind of rude. <laughs> Animals come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. The forest is a big place, huh? Strange, too. Yeah. But maybe not bad strange. Mr. Guard, what are you talking about? I just see you grunting. I am Aww. glad that you and the Wolverines are able to support each other. This place is big and mysterious. I don't think anyone here understands quite how big or mysterious. So I was letting your new friend know that I'm glad that our packs can work together. You can talk to him? Yes. That's so cool. Can you teach me how to do that? Yes. <laughs> Repeat after me. Uh-huh. And I'm going to look at the Wolverine, and I'm just going to say, in fucking Wolverine, I'm going to say, thank you. <clears throat> and then I'm going to look at Almira. Try. She growls in a good approximation of what you just did. And the Wolverine kind of... <clears throat> doesn't work. Keep practicing. All right. Okay, I could do that. Um, Mr. Card? Yes. Uh, do I have your permission to go get them some food from the mess hall? Of course. They like berries. I think we have some of those. Okay, this counts as permission from adult. Thanks, bye! And she <laughs> runs away <laughs> with the Wolverine. And you see the other Wolverines kind of fall out with a couple more of the kids. Cool. I give them little the scratches as they walk by. Yeah. And then I enter the hospital to check on my crew. They're all there. Everyone is alive. Not for lack of trying. Um, I think June has probably sat down and fallen asleep. Because she's been up trying to take care of Isaac and trying to fuss with Harissa. And she's finally just going to lay down and take a short rest. We are actually going to join June. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. Uh, June, you are asleep. And yet, you are walking through the Western Wheels. 
It is just before dawn, and you are alone, and it is quiet. And in the distance, you hear where you would expect birdsong or bats, snapping twigs, rustling leaves, anything. The beating of those massive, massive wings. She's gonna look up. Do I see anything? No. Does she feel frightened? It's a good question. Does she recognize this place? No. And I think that's important, right? Like, you know mm-hmm. the Western Wields, and this doesn't feel familiar. As a matter of fact, go ahead and roll me a perception check. A 12. A 12 is not an extraordinarily perceptive roll, right? Like, you're not plucking out intricate details here. You are a little overwhelmed and distracted by how mildly alien this place feels. You can't quite tell why. One detail that comes into focus as you move through the trees is that the branches appear bare, but so densely interwoven and interlocked as to be similarly impenetrable to the normal canopy. And as you continue walking, you do start to realize that they are not branches at all. They're roots. She's gonna slowly crouch down and put her hand on the forest floor. Does she feel any heartbeat? Yeah. Very powerfully. And as you go to put your hand on the forest floor, you realize that where there ought to be soil, there are but more roots. And you put your hand on one and it She's going to stand back up Mm -hmm. and put her, she's got her staff in one hand. She's going to put her shoulders back. Are you here? Are you gods here? Hello? Insight check. Uh, Tan. You. Rolling poop. Do not get a response from the gods. But you do get a response. You hear in lockstep with the beating heart the thunder of marching footsteps. Um, I want to run up one of the trees. Mm-hmm to try to get a bird's eye visual of where that's coming from. You scamper up what you can only understand as a twisted trunk of more root. As you get up into these tendrilled roots that are so densely intertwined as to be impenetrable, you scrape some away and mycelia wrap around them. There are these sort of mushroom tendrils 
binding everything together, and you find a place to grab a hold of, and you kind of swing yourself out, and you look down the row of trees, and you see... bodies. Some two to three dozen strong, carrying farmer sickles and hatchets as they march past you. Can I look in the direction that they're going? Can I see what they're going towards? It looks identical. Just a long corridor in between these dense roots. But at the very end, a pinpoint of light. The marching continues. Then they begin to pass you. And there are no critters in this forest. There's no, I don't see any critters. All right, she's gonna follow the marching dudes and like follow along the tree line. You quietly drop down behind them, dead silent, and just begin to follow. They don't seem to take much notice of you. Uh, uh, she's gonna try to single one out and chuck a rock. You Adam throw the rock and it passes straight through. All right, that's bizarre. Um, hey, he stops, turns. What? 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 What do you need? Where are you going? What is this? I don't know. Where where we're going the the bird. We're following the bird. Where where did you come from? Who are you? Oh my god, are these the Minehead boys? Well, my name's my name's Jehoshaphat. I I come from Agravar. Wait a minute. You're that girl that was knocking over the ladders, weren't you? You were attacking Rally. Yeah. Why? Lord Gov says we need the resin. Uh. Magic's the only way we're gonna beat the Empressar. What is the... Is the Empressar doing something to y'all? I mean, it's the right to self-determination, right? Like, we're fighting against the tyranny of oppression. That kind of thing. Word, word. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm on board with that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't. Oh, all right. But do I recognize this guy? Maybe briefly. Someone from the battlefield, it seems. He wasn't a face that stuck out. Oh my God! Am I dead? Am I fucking dead? I got no idea. I, Cause I'm pretty sure you're, you're dead. Yeah, I mean that's what has been going around. We're 
it's the kind of thing where you hear it and you're like, yeah, that's probably right, but it would be kind of tough. Like, it'd be painful to believe it. So you try not to. This is where the dead go. This is where in the forest. I guess. This is the blood tree. We're in the blood tree. And she's just like spiraling. I don't really know what you're talking about. And now my, uh, my, my friends are kind of getting away from me. So I'm going to go catch up to them. I guess you're welcome to join us if you want. I don't really know the rules of the bird. We're kind of just following the bird. Can I see the bird? No. All right. Uh, no, go go catch up. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna be right here for a minute. Um. All right, buddy. I mean, you kick it loose. We're gonna go figure out what I guess the afterlife is all about. Yeah, I'm not. I got a few more things I have to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that you're dead. You kind of don't look like the rest of us. And as soon as he says that, you notice that he is wearing these ancient silken robes. And he's standing up a little straighter. He's younger than you remember. His hair is neat and trimmed. There is no sign of violence or wear or wound on his face. And then you look down at your own knuckles, bruised, split, caked in dirt and dried blood. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm here. Why well, I can see you, but... Ours is not the question why, right? I don't know, heard somebody say that once. Anyway, uh, bird... I'm going to go follow the bird. Um, All right. I hope that you're not dead. Uh, if you, if you by chance, um, meet a man in there, where you're going, named Dale Snowthorn, would you tell him that, uh, Juniper is, um, that she misses him? All right, hold on. Let me see if I got this right. Dale Snowthorn. Juniper, Dale Snowthorn. Juniper misses you. Juniper Dale Snowthorn. misses you. All right, let me just... Yeah. Let's leave it on that so I can keep that in my mind. Uh, right. And he turns around and you can hear him say, you know, Dale Snowthorn, Juniper misses you. Dale Snowthorn, Juniper misses you. Dale Snowthorn. It sort of fades away as he approaches back to his phalanx of marchers. And as he walks away, you hear him say, June Snowthorn, Dale misses you. You, Snow Thorndale, June misses. June, Snowman, Mrs. Thorndale. <laughs> and it just descends into gibberish as his arms extend into the wings of an eagle. And his neck retracts and his face distorts. And you think you see a beak forming. When you hear June, sweetie, it's time to wake up. You've got work to do. Daddy? And you wake up, and Oz, who has fallen asleep on your shoulder, goes, June! Oh, sweet, June! Are you okay? 
uh, yeah, oh, gosh. I just had the strangest dream, Oz. Did I, did I give you something? Was that, did I give you, like, peyote or some shit? That probably wouldn't have been a good idea. I mean, I would have, I don't remember having these kinds of dreams last time I did that. All right, well, um, that's good. Anyway, um, I'm glad that you're not, anyway, I, you just had a long day. It's probably nothing. I, I don't know. It felt so real, but surreal at the same time. I, Oz, are there... Do you know anything about, like, birds and the afterlife? Is that a thing? Huh. Birds in the afterlife. Birds in the afterlife. Birds of a feather flock to hell? No, that's not right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we could check the books. I might have something. I'll, I'll check them later. Okay. Um, You're welcome to them. Thank you. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step out, outside for a yeah, sec and get some fresh air. Absolutely. Um, Thank you, Oz. Yeah, not a problem, sweetie. I'm gonna <sighs> get some sleep. Is our Harissa and Isaac and Isaac isn't in his bed. You see his bed is empty, and then you see next to Scrumpy's bed, um, lying on the floor or in a chair next to it, he's holding Scrumpy's hand and is knocked out next to him. And June, you see that as you step out into the moonlight. Hi, and welcome to the mid-roll. It is I, Cinder, one of the players in this wonderful game of ours. Now, unfortunately, Mr. Spinks was not able to join me for the mid-roll today. However, I did manage to wrangle Guard. Hopefully, he'll give us some interesting ideas, and maybe he'll help tell us about the Patreon. How does that sound to you, Guard? What sort of tree are we talking about? No, it's it's a Patreon. It's I do not yawn. No, I know. <sighs> okay, this might have been a mistake. Fuck it. We're doing it anyway. Rally is a labor of love, but it is also a bit of a financial burden. We've got to pay for sound effects, for editing, for mics, for software. And if you would like to help support us in this endeavor, Patreon is an amazing way to do that. We have a bunch of cool offerings at different tiers so that you're not just giving us money, you are participating in the creation of the show. For example, at our Moss Advocate tier for just $3 a month, you get to name characters in our show. We are starting a new arc right now. There's a whole bunch of new NPCs and wacky colorful characters for the party to meet. I don't really know who any of them are. Patrick probably knows a couple, and they need names. And you could name some of those NPCs. Maybe they could name me as well. Guard, you have a name. Your name is Guard. It's what we've called you the whole campaign so far. Guard is not my name. It is my title. 
Oh my God, this was such a stupid idea. Why Why did I think you were going to be helpful? While there is some truth to that, an ad read in the middle of an episode is no place for a philosophical conversation about names and identity. Why don't you bring that up in the game, okay? Can we talk about the Gecko Guardians? Well, uh, yeah, of course. That's the next tier on the Patreon. That's the tier that allows you to design magic items that will be used in our game. I love the geckos. Yeah? Yeah, we know you love the geckos, bud. The birds and the children and the wolverines, it's like your whole gimmick. Oh, Guard is a big, lumbering, scary monster, but on the other hand, he has a heart of gold and is kind of soft and tender on the inside. It's not that original. Everyone's seen the Iron Giant. I don't know, maybe tell people you'd be really excited to use the magic items that they'd create, or maybe let them know about the special stickers of the geckos that they could get at this tier, or of KTA. At this tier, you get stickers. Maybe tell them that. I would be excited to use a magic item that you created, and you get stickers. All right, not bad. You know what, Guard, I have an idea. Why don't you tell them about how excited you are that we hit 2,000 downloads? I do not know what downloads means. Well, it means that people have listened to our show 2,000 times. Isn't that awesome? What is a show? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that tracks. Listen, these are all great questions for another time. So why don't you put them in your pocket? And you know what? I have an idea. Ask Mr. Spinks. That's what you got to do. Just ask Mr. Spinks. If you have any questions about anything that I'm talking about in this universe that you are unaware of, just talk to Mr. Spinks about it, okay? I will ask Mr. Spinks. Yeah, he's going to have all the answers. Speaking of all the answers, have you ever wanted to give a shout out to someone on our show or shout out a product or a project that you're working on? Because if you'd like to do that, we can do that for you. Email us at unbalancedencounters at gmail.com. Let us know what you're working on and how you'd like us to do a little read of it here, and we will do that for you. Well, for, for money. And I would tell you exactly how much money if I knew, but I don't. And on one hand, I could email Patrick right now and see if we have a specific number in mind. Or I could just be honest with you guys and say, I don't know. But if you email us, we'll talk about it. Guard, how does that sound? Money is a social construct. How in the same conversation are you going to confuse Patreon with literal yawning and then be able to just pull out the concept of money as a social construct? What kind of character are you? Where's the consistency, my dude? And whose fault is that? Yours. Fair. Almost as fair as offering to put your messages into the mid-rolls, told through the lens of our goofy cast of characters. ba 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 Uh, is there anything else to talk about? They can email Mr. Spinks. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if you guys actually want to send the character's email... Um, you can email Mr. Spinks, and if you want to leave a message for Guard or Isaac or June or anybody, you can let Mr. Spinks know who that message is for, and uh, he'll pass it along. At m-i-s-t-e-r dot s-p-i-n-x at gmail dot com. Don't forget about our October contests going on. Oh, my goodness, Guard, I almost completely forgot. Thank you so much. We have a variety of contests going on through the month of October, being organized by our dear Emily Graymore, Safra Harissa, and they are climaxing in a one-shot that will be run 
by Craig. That's right, by our dear Isaac Axtrummer. So, if you would like to participate, there's still a few contests going on, including some homebrew ones that I will be somewhat a part of organizing. You should check them out in the Discord. Let's get back to the show. You guys are amazing. You're wonderful. Thank you so much for your support. And last but certainly not least, if you've got anybody that you think would like the show, send it to them. Let them know that it's out there because the more eyes we can get on this thing, the more we can get momentum on this train. I was on a train once. No, you weren't, dude. We, we have established so little about your backstory. <sighs> I love you, guard. But my goodness, you are a struggle to work with sometimes. Can we get back to the show now, please? Yes, I am curious to see what happens next. As we move past that very eventful evening, uh, I am uh, super curious as to kind of how everybody's feeling about rally at like a higher level right like we've 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 kind of touched on how everybody's feeling personally in that immediate aftermath but you you all have just done something that i don't i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i don't know that you've ever done before which is like collectively come together to defend rally against an actual onslaught right like the reason why guard and harissa are here like the big threat that has been looming this whole time it was realized to an extent and then rebuffed and you guys all kind of came together to to make that happen i'm curious as to how everybody's feeling in that aftermath about their place in rally the community the future of this place june how are you feeling june is overwhelmed yeah in in yeah. what in what ways juniper in what ways mm. she's trying to like understand like why 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 did these people come here? Why do they need the resin to feed to fight the empressar? And then like what what's the empressar doing? And she these are things that she never really understood. And she's thinking about how she has to go and talk to Isaac and figure out who the fuck the empressar is and why he thinks he's a god. But then there's actual gods. And then uh, <laughs> she's trying not to think about the people she killed. Um, and uh, her dream and <laughs> there's there's a lot it's a lot going on and then I think also in the back of her mind she keeps thinking about the story her mother told her about the two princes that kind of keeps like replaying in her head um, but she's Mostly just happy that her family is safe um, and that they're alive. And she wants to relax a little bit. I say relax. What I really mean, she wants to pate. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to drink to forget. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she wants to turn the mind off. <laughs> I think that's reasonable. I think that's a reasonable response to being mm -hmm. overwhelmed. And I think that that's something that maybe kind of everyone shares to uh, to a degree. Um, I'm curious, does June, how, how does June sort of act on that? What does that look like? I think at some point, I'm assuming like everybody in the town is kind of like, there's like that big breath hmm. after like, oh, we just got out of all of this. Um, and 
uh, is Scrumpy awake yet or is he uh, still out? I think it takes him a day or so, but he does come around. She probably raided his bar. Just his shitty little plywood bar with half-filled bottles of filthy scraps Barilla. Yes. Yeah, she June has moved like she yeah. found like barrels, empty barrels and she's like creating like barrels and then pieces of wood, like long pieces of plywood and creating these like makeshift tables um in front of his little home bar. I love that June's impulse to I want to drink to forget i want to throw a fucking party is not to tell anyone it's just to start the arts and crafts portion of what that entails a hundred percent a hundred percent and just truly hope that everybody shows up and i i I genuinely (laughs) don't think uh that it that it takes uh takes too long but before that i do want to touch on um a couple of conversations uh that i heard you guys sort of wanting to have um, and I think the first of which I want to I want to do is uh, I want to kind of check in on Isaac uh, and Isaac. I think that you have been recovering at home uh, for some time, and uh, I think that uh, you know you would you had sort of indicated that like hey it's on a new business right like what's next what's next. Um, you're still not doing super well. You're still recovering from several serious flesh wounds. Uh, but you know, you're able to move around, able to, you know, kind of keep yourself busy. Um, what is, what does that look like in the like day or two before Scrumpy's kind of waking up, uh, while June has started to assemble her makeshift exterior tavern? He would bring in the individual who has the most intel when it comes to the, uh, wheels. Oh, Okay. Okay. Whiskers. Yep. <laughs> front and center. Good old Let's whiskers. Fucking go. Oh boy. Uh, I think Isaac, you are Isaac, tell me what your tell me what your your home looks like, which I've kind of always imagined is sort of like rooms above your office kind of a situation, right? Oh yeah. Um what's your what's your <laughs> what's your bedroom look like? I would say it's Isaac is actually completely different from Craig. Uh, very, very meticulously organized Ooh. in the sense of his space. Um, the reason why Dale's office isn't is the respect of not touching Dale's things. Um, but his space, um, blankets, bed, all aligned, forty-five degree angle, made up yeah, sheets hospital and Hospital corners. Yeah. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Very, very clean, meticulously. I think the thing that brought him the most anxiety staying at the uh, Oz's infirmary was um the fact that he didn't get up on time to do his usual chores of cleaning his face. Yeah. Um. I love that. And, That's fucking great. That's so yeah. like. O- OCD levels, yeah. Sure. But it's sure. it's that m- militaristic background of yeah. of his his regiment going through. Yeah. And so that's his room and office space as well. Yeah. Um there wouldn't be any missing pieces to his chair because he checks his chair every day. <laughs> now he uh, compared to Dale's where he's like, I'm not touching his stuff, that's his stuff. But yeah, that's I Isaac's space. And he has gotten a new flannel. You are sitting up in bed wearing your new flannel. You've got um, 
you know, some some logs from Maurice. Maurice is kind of giving you some some intel on how the the resin production is going, uh, what the shipment is expected to look like, and you hear, uh, you know, kind of a, a knock on the door. You guys ready? You guys ready for this? I'm very excited for this part. Um, Isaac is wearing the half cut glasses because he's losing some of his sight. <laughs> Like reading. Half moon they're glasses. Reading. Yeah, they're reading glasses. Um, oh. He's like, oh, shit. He puts them away. Hides them. <laughs> <laughs> just one, one moment. <laughs> Come in. You wanted to see me, Isaac? Uh, and Whiskers sort of walks in. He adjusts his mustache and kind of looks around, sees everything, you know, kind of very proper and you know, kind of straightens his collar a little bit. Whiskers, sit down, have, have a seat. Um, you you had a lot of some would call it superstitions. I call it history. Um, and I just want all right, to all right, all right. Deception check for the love of God. <laughs> it did not roll well. You know what the cool thing is? As much as I. Gaslight? I, he's not proficient in it. That's a four <laughs> for a six. <laughs> you see Whiskers. You see Whiskers look at you and say, Isaac, I believe the last thing that you told me about my quote-unquote history was that it was all very specifically superstition and you did not believe in any of it. Okay, so the people I'm talking about is me. I'm staying yeah, there. Okay, all right, fine. Listen, <laughs> it is entirely reasonable for you to have a change of heart. Many people do when they experience sort of the wider world, you know? I have a shield that if I throw away from me, comes back to my arm. At very awkward moments, might I add. I was I was taking a piss earlier, and it just, <laughs> zoom, came straight to my arm. Piss flew everywhere. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Isaac, I think I think I, I think I think you genuinely get a chuckle out of whiskers for that one. I think he's just like, <laughs> all right, Isaac. I I don't know what that's about. Uh, maybe it simply wants to have a bit of fun with you, but uh, it is um, it seems quite whiskers. I talked to a pig the other day. I can make vines shoot out of the ground and restrain people. I I feel as though. There is some information that goes about with you. There's the, the stories and, and telltales that you have. I'm going to ask for something a little unorthodox here. Uh, I would like you to roll uh, a d20 for me. We're going to add Whiskers, Whiskers uh, history modifier here. 16. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whiskers gets a plus four to history for a total of Ooh. a dirty 20. So, Isaac, what is it exactly that you're curious about? Are you wondering where this comes from? or uh, Because I, I certainly couldn't tell you with any sort of definitive nature. I mean, it's the way of the world to be vague and complicated. There was a moment in uh, I had woken up from, awakened, if you will, from a dream. Yeah. And then you went on rambling about talking about... Did you ever like figure a, out whether or not you were death itself? Because I looked up some of the book, I looked up some of yeah. the, some of the symbolism in in in, in all these books, and it didn't seem to quite line up. I myself am not a bird. <laughs> I don't think. Ah, yes, the bird oh. uh, that the uh, the shepherd uh, Harisa was saying, shepherds away the source of the dead. Yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's apparently there was a a, a night when you guys saw this big old thing that we did yeah. everywhere yeah. in the forest. Um, so there's that. Um, there was this pig guy. Oh yes, of you course I do. Him? Uh, what was his name? Oh, Carl. No, I there believe it was Porky, uh, but it is short. <laughs> Really? That's what he said. Silly name. Uh, it's an incredibly really? silly name. Perhaps it is one that we would simply understand. Perhaps his name is all but unpronounceable in the tongues of man. I don't know. So, so un- the, the amounts of knowledge that we don't have. So he just made it a name that we could understand and giggle about. Okay, so that you makes You understand. Sense. You get it. Yes, yes, yes. No, but the, the so he said that the gods were kind of upset and whatnot. And I just want to ask you what you any any of your history about these possible gods and what they do. You had mentioned, Isaac, that Pokey had shown you a um a bit of a chart that sort of try to map out how the the gods related to the the geckos and how this all related to the the the, the elderwood. I, I am certainly learning. not go, go. Uh, intimately familiar with the nuances of how these elder gods presumably work. I I have heard the stories in my travels. There are many of them. There are... Perhaps this might be helpful. In the world, there are many types of gods. There are small gods that do little favors for the earth or for the man upon the earth. And then there are the larger gods that maybe have dominion over land and sea. These gods that have these wider dominions. We sometimes call them elder gods. They are the gods that existed before the more nuanced concepts of gods. Certainly death has existed long before the idea of trickery or the western fields. The complicated thing is that sometimes the gods might be specific to a place. The god of death in this place may not necessarily be the god of death in another place. What we have one god so far, big as death bird god. As Horisa says, yes. So this is how they work. We we have known of uh, at least the the bird that is an elder god. It is it is possible that this tree that June speaks of is an elder god. I, I don't believe that Porky is. He did not include himself among those ranks, so probably not. The gecko similarly not so much. Then do we follow the geckos to the bird? Are you trying to find the bird? They told us that we need to... to you need to have some counseling moments with these elder gods. They in a, a tizzy. And... Curious. Or, you know, we could tell them, hey, Emperor is the one causing all these problems. Go handle them and bada bing, bada boom. I, I mean, it is certainly worth a try if you can uh, seek the bird's counsel. <laughs> this does not feel like a real thing you're going to be able to do, Isaac. I hope you understand that. I've gotten Benny to hire June three times. I think I can persuade an elder god to fight an episode. That's a really good point. Benny is a stubborn woman. <laughs> Benny is a stubborn woman. I, Isaac, I'm, I'm not 
entirely sure what more use I can provide here. Uh, you see, I, I simply do not have personal experience with these things. I have stories. No, I just wanted some information on the thing, Whiskers. You've, you've done enough. I, I appreciate everything you've done. I if you would be so kind, Isaac, as to give me the descriptions that you found off of that chart, I would be happy to dig through my meager records, my memories, and see if I could come up with something. Absolutely. And he'll just give all the information and details of the, the mountain. Yes, yeah, so it was a, it was mountain. a uh, mountain, a canopy, uh, an umbrella-looking thing, uh, a uh, sand dune, and a tree were the four. Um, and he looks at that and he says, four. Numerologically, it means stability and harmoniousness. It is, uh, it is, it is, it is squared off, as it were. It, I wonder what the significance of this is. Ah, must be nothing. Uh, and he turns and <laughs> walks away. Uh, I think it's kind of around that point that uh, June, I think you kind of get to a break in, you know, kind of pulling together your uh, your 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 sort of makeshift bar. Um, and I think that, you know, it's kind of you're at the point where you want to maybe float this idea past Isaac, basically tell him what you're fucking doing. And, and also you had indicated that you wanted to talk to him about the Empressar and Resin. Yes. And I think that you knock on the door as uh, Whiskers is leaving. As it, oh, yes. As it, you in there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come, come on into my humble abode. She comes in. Uh, so I was thinking since the whole town, we kind of just like went through some shit. Um, maybe um, we could uh have uh, a little a little soiree, a little uh. A little get together uh, for the town. So what I, I went ahead and I just like posted up some tables outside of Scrumpy's place, and I thought I could probably find some some bottles of uh, of that good good juice. And um, uh, yeah, what do you what do you think? Just kind of let loose a little bit, see if uh, you know um, Benny will take out her drum set and somebody else will bring out their uh guitar we can get some music going and yeah absolutely uh i think i don't actually know if benny plays a drum set but we could we could ask him be a cool look benny definitely plays like a full like neil pert kit right <laughs> <laughs> I, I think oz has like that that it's a lot of strings on it and the they use that extra arm and they just get to play it on that too. I think we could have yeah. us a, a wonderful little soiree, if you will, a hootenanny. A hootenanny. A hoot and a half, even. We're gonna have a proper bona fide hootenanny. I think I think everybody will be ready to to get down. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a uh, great idea, June. Let's absolutely yeah, just relax. A Is little that bit. all you came to ask? Uh I mean, no. And, uh... I just... She's gonna pull out her notebook and her pen. 
I have some important questions for you regarding the Empressar and Agravar Mm -hmm. and uh, you made mention that the Empressar believes that he's a god himself. The Empressar and he starts this you can hear in his voice that this is uh, rehearsed uh, the Empressar, holiest among the living, long may they reign. They are the Almighty. They are the Alpha, the Omega, the All in All for all of us. If that, if you believe in any of that information, that so, I just gave you. so they are a single individual who. How long have they? been it been raining how long has how long has this been has this been going on the empressar yes. uh the <laughs> empressar acceded to the throne in 1318 we are currently in the year 1420 so 102 years oh but yeah the empressar has been around for for well as been at their throne for about 102 years reigning over all that is if uh if y'all would like a bit of a lore dump uh do it, yeah. do it now isaac you can make me a history check please fuck because all not everything, what... everything that you just got was stuff that you would just know right like for free um anything kind of beyond that i think is gonna require a history check Ooh, real good craig Seven plus one in history but like i said before isaac has an eight intelligence fuck that's a three uh, oh. What else could I give you on a four? Scratches. Scra- no, it was a. It was a two when I said. Sorry. What else oh. can I give you on a three? Um, <laughs> until a month ago, you believed with everything in your being the idea that you were fed that the Empress are, upon ascending to the throne, made the world tame of the gods. Yeah, so they just took the reins of the entire world and has been making sure everything was peaceful and wonderful for us all. Long may they reign. Has it actually been that way, though? June, we got giant birds flapping around. We got pigs walking on two legs instead of four like the rest of them. What what do you think? Well, I mean... You and Mama and Daddy, didn't you guys come from... Agrivar? Yeah. We, we. And where were you before that? Uh, Agrivar's been my home for my life until Rally. But Agrivar is under the Empressar's ruling? Yeah, and then they had some rough and tumble spots the past couple years and then... But why did you leave Agravar? She pulls out a tiny monocle and she's. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? A pipe. Um... And a pipe. <laughs> yes. She got both of these things. She got both of these things from rummaging around at Scrumpy's fucking bar. 
Who knows what was in that it's pipe? It's cracked. It's like cracked. Oh, the monocle's fully cracked. The pipe has the pipe is like full, but it's just full of like tobacco resin, right? Like You don't even smoke that in here, are you? Hmm? Oh, you got you got a little it, it's on your lip. I, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Why why did we leave Agrabah? Why did you leave? The housing market was terrible. It's just. I mean, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I know interest rates were going up, and the 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 amount you work compared to yeah, the amount you work compared to how much you were paying to live there, it was ridiculous. Isaac, deception check. Fuck. With disadvantage. Yes. Can I roll an insight? Yeah. At uh, no, you're not gonna get advantage on the inside, but he is gonna get disadvantage on the inside. That is, that is, that is my second two of <laughs> the right. game. That's a two. Wonderful, I got a twenty-one. You got a twenty-one. Yeah, Isaac's yeah. full of shit, right? Like Isaac is deflecting, like laughably. Okay, so she has the one monocle, and then she pulls out another monocle and puts it on the other <laughs> At that point, you should just be wearing glasses, June. What's going on? <laughs> oh, boy. It's on that notebook. Isaac, why did y'all really leave? Mama said, Mama made it sound like y'all couldn't go back for a long time, and... I'm getting the feeling it wasn't on good terms. The, uh, me and your, uh, your father were very high levels of military. Other individuals within said high levels of government did not appreciate your father was much, much more charismatic than myself. And people liked the things he said. Um, which in turn made other people not like the things he said. We all decided it was, it was not the best place to be at anymore for our own survival. Your mother figured that part out. Though your father was very... He was, he was a... He was, a good, he was very good with words, but your mother was very much smarter than either of us. So, but... You left. Why did we... Ha why did you have to come here and figure out, like, do the resin and... Why do we have to work for the Ampressar? Why can't we be our own? Well, at first it was it was more of a thing of survival in the sense of that's all that was the world we knew, and to to leave it completely, we would just have to be able to survive off the world. And June, we 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 weren't as as, as ready for it as as yourself when it comes to being able to survive just off the force in the world. We we were city kids. And so we thought it would be a, a better plan to 
to make some deals, cut some deals, and make our way out of it. Your mother hounded us, and some would say nag. I would never <laughs> us about. <laughs> oh, she, if she heard you right now. Yeah, she ain't here, is she? <laughs> she would tell us that we needed to separate ourselves from the Empire. I, at the time, I was more of a, um, we had a good thing going, and the trees were literally, we'd cut them down, and the next day they would grow right back, and we thought it was just some way that the plants were out here, but lo and behold, two decades later, it was, it was, it was a bunch of young kids making bad decisions, and now, Old Isaac and company are paying the consequences for. So, I guess what I'm getting at, what good does the Ampersar bring to this world? And why do they need the resin to create bombs and firepower and whatever the fuck they're doing? Why do they need that? Are we being protected from something? June, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little secret when it comes to people in power. The problem with people in power is once they gain said power, it goes to the heads. And with that, if they even get a, a small feeling in which some of that power will be taken away from them. They go to drastic measures to make sure that they get to keep it. And sometimes that involves putting on a show of threats and or strength to make sure that not only others don't try to take away their power, but people underneath them don't believe it's a good idea to run away from it. You understand what I'm saying? I guess. I just... Not everybody out there is trying to help others and benefit others. There's a lot of people out there that have things and take things by force and they'll be damned if you try and get what's deserving of yours by Taking what they've got. I, I don't see how we can fight both sides. Because I'm starting to get the feeling that if we can't give the amount of resin that the Ampersar wants, then they're going to come down on us and then we got Agravar, aggravated Agravar. Yeah, and then, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got the gods. And they're unhappy. And I just feel like there's about to be a huge shift. And we can't take on both those sides. So I just, I'm trying to figure out everything I can about them 
to see if there's a lesser evil or to see who we, I mean, aren't we supposed to be like, I don't know, figuring something out in a month? Didn't we have like a timeline and Porky and all this shit? Like, I mean. Isaac leans back in his chair, just lets out a, <sighs> you see how much of a strain that Agrabah put on us with some farm hands and a couple soldiers. So, the idea is that we don't have to fight all sides at the same time. And uh, Isaac will go in to explain the plan that he had made. I think Isaac starts to explain playing Agravar against the Empressar, the need for resin, the splitting of the order, and we fade to black. before we jump to the celebration, Guard and Harissa, are there any things that you would like to dive into before we get there? Uh, yeah. Guard is going to fi- find Harissa when she's off of bed rest, but before the mm-hmm. uh, event. Yeah. Harissa, Sphinx, would you like to help me deal with the bodies in the forest? <laughs> um... Uh, I think okay. I just want to go through kind of like Harissa's um, thought process here. Um, she would like to. She is concerned at how much she will physically be able to do, um, and also I don't know if Spinks would be any good. <laughs> I was going to also invite Big Paul to join us. Oh, uh, uh, sure. I uh, we we can. Uh, of course, I can. I can come, and um, I will. I may be a little bit weak um, at the moment, guard. I'm still not at my best, but um, Spinks, you can. I can move. I can move things. That's fine. I'm stronger than I look. Uh, I will have you know. I can lift ten times my body weight. Um. Is that dance? No, that's me. I can lift ten times my body weight. I'm see, he's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did you have in mind with doing with the bodies? I would like to bury them, and I think having your keen eye on my back, as well as in case there is anything amidst the bodies that would indicate further threats, would be worth having present. Then I can do that with you, no problem. Um, yeah, she'll happily go and keep an eye out. Um, cool. I'm also going to go try to find Big Paul and invite him to come too. Yeah, I think you absolutely do. And um, I think that you two sort of rally at the, at the front gate. And you see Big Paul uh, has a plow hooked up to the back of one of the bighorn sheep. And uh, he's in the process of starting to get this this massive gate open. He's truly the only other person here besides guard who can get it open. Um, and uh, he kind of gives you both a little wave. F is for friends who do stuff together. Big Paul. And bearing the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Would you assist me in dealing with the dead in the forest? Of course. Harissa will be coming too. 
and Mr. Spinks. Uh, Hello. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Spinks, is it? Uh, in, in, interesting. Um, and you could see that when... Like, Mr. Spinks to you. When, when Big Paul, you know, sort of sees Harissa, he's got this, like, you know, kind of like just this... This this impish little grin on his face, and then when Spinks pops out from Harissa's <laughs> shoulder, he just like <laughs> just tenses up and like shifts back, kind of puts the plow in between himself and Mister Spinks. Um, right, uh, off 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 we go, huh? Let's let's get this done. Harissa is going to sort of step closer to the to the ram, and. I think whilst using it to kind of like hold on to just in case she needs like some support kind of walking, um, she's going to take a bit of a closer look at it too while she's there. Can I do any kind of like insight check on this beastie? Uh, Your choice of animal handling, history, or survival. Oh. And survival would be an advantage. Yes. I'll do the survival. Okay. Um. Because I don't like how everyone's been rolling lately, and I don't want to risk it. <laughs> no bueno. Oh, I got Ooh, 24. Nice. A 24. I'll say all of the things that you already know. Binghorn sheep are not common in this part of the world. They are far more adept at the craggy edges of the northern deserts which is a part of why they're the chosen riding animal and beast of burden of the Tanin people. You have never seen one this far from the northern deserts. This one in particular appears to be named Rahul. How do I know it's named Rahul? Got a collar on. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's just like, by the way, my name's Rahul. There's been a lot of animal talking lately. Yeah. <laughs> you, you spread kind of the, the hair around the neck uh, and see that it's got, um, uh, you know, kind of a collar suitable for attaching to a yoke, and uh, is currently as it's pulling this plow. And uh, you see a little tag at the base uh, that just in, you know, kind of a quick hand, Rahu. Nice, nice to meet you, Rahu. Uh, um. This bighorn sheep like turns, and this thing is massive right like the bighorn sheep of the tanine are you know sort of the size of about like a highland cow yeah highland cow that's exactly right they're about the size of a highland cow right they've got this shaggy fur these massive curling ram's horns just sort of off of the off of the side uh you know sort of each one bigger than your head um and uh it sort of turns to you uh, as you greet it, and uh, by way of response, sort of reaches out and tries to get a bite of Mr. Spink's neck frill. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Watch it! Giant, hairy, god, what is it? Uh, things trying to bite me! Stop! And he just gonna slaps it on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, please just get along. Um, and Harissa just like without even thinking, because she's kind of dealt with them so much in her youth, um, is just kind of and and start talking to it and uh, in in her native tongue and just kind of getting it to walk on. Yeah, 
you don't even need to roll me an animal handling check. That just works. Not only is this a bighorn sheep from the northern deserts, it is a Tanin-trained sheep. Oh, snap. Do I recognize the name, Rahul? No. No. Out of interest, DM, how long do these sheep live normally? You tell me. They're your creation. I'm going to say... I think 30 years is probably about right. Okay. I think that's right. Old sheep? Like yeah. Old, old boys? Yeah. Um, uh, you would presume this one's not anywhere near 30 years. No. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Wonderful. So I lead it. Lead you? It onwards and to... Big Paul is just like stunned and like looking to guard and looking back at Harissa and then looking to guard and then looking back at Harissa. Just absolutely fucking stymied. Did you know that she could do that? That she could talk to animals? Is that what she was doing? It's what I do. You are full of mysteries, friend. Do you not have magic in Minehead? We don't have magic anywhere that can't afford it. The Empressar's got a bit of a stranglehold. Magic has a cost? Of course it does. That's what the resin is for. All of the labor that you do... Did you not know this, Guard? All of the labor that you do here is... meant for the production of resin, which is then refined into what is delicately called sap then consumed for the purposes of producing arcana but there is magic in rally and it does not require resin i suppose that's true isaac did seem to have something to do with those vines more than something he was the reason they arrived this has something to do with the gods that you were all speaking of yes I do not know, but I do know that magic is present here, and it does not require resin to use. That certainly would be a coup. Big Paul. Yes? If we have to leave Rally to attend to the larger issues of the forest, would you take up the mantle of keeping watch over it? Of course, I... Well... Certainly, while I'm here... Can I confess something to you? Of course, we are friends. That we are. That is Garth's first friend. Oh my god. <laughs> I... Would have expected to hear word from Sherwood by now. A runner... A message of some kind, some indication on a supply shipment, something. When you all arrived back from your excursion to find the Elderwood, they had already been several days past their expected point of call. It's now been over a month and still no word. Are you concerned? Yes, quite. Do you need to go seek answers? I'll be honest, friend. I don't know where I would seek answers. I could certainly follow the trail. Hope to not run into that warden that we let live. Would you like me to ask someone? If you can think of anyone to ask, but I... I have an idea. It might not be immediate. But it might be something. Do you? 
And I'm gonna reach behind myself, take out my axe, and go as if I'm going to strike down. But I'm not actually gonna strike at anyone, I'm going to jam it into the ground. Um, and I'm going to activate the charge. <gasps> Let's go! <laughs> of my lore act. Yeah. Oh my god! Shock pet. Oh fuck, I was not expecting it! Holy shit! The Lorax! vibrating and humming as light crackles through the handle and up into the head of the axe, carving out the jagged mouth on the belly of the blade. And it mm, tenses and bends and contorts as the mouth rips open. My name is the Lorax. I speak for the trees. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Fuck off. God, I have three points of health. I can't take psychic damage. At that, I think Harris is gonna turn around and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hello, Lorax. Could you just, like, kind of bang the handle up and down a couple more times? That, um... Oh, a couple. boy. <clears throat> oh, yeah, there we go. Man, how long has it been? I oh, do not know. God damn. <laughs> I was gifted to yeah. you by a pig god. Fucking Porky? Yes. That motherfucker's still kicking around? Good for him. Good for him. I wonder how his mother is. I wonder a lot about <laughs> mothers... <laughs> you guys ever seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah, he's the baby. This is, this yes, is a, this is in my head. Well, just that, just the axe talking to him, like yep. when he pulled, like found a sword and it started singing. This is what I'm... <laughs> yeah, mothers are great. Um, what do you, what do you need you, there, buddy? You're the, you're, you're the guardian, then I guess, eh? I have more questions than I have time for answers to. All right. Well, listen, buddy, you're the boss. I work for you. I have two questions for you. All right. The first is a request. The second is information that I seek. All right. I need you to be clear. I can't let you wish for more wishes. You can't make anybody fall in love. Hold on. That's Genie's. Fuck you, Pat. Go on. Fuck you. <laughs> Am I correct? Am I correct in my understanding that you are my access to communicate with the geckos? Yeah, yeah, that's my gig. Can you request of the geckos to explore what happened to the troop of minehead boys that was heading out of Rally about a month ago and when possible to return to me and tell me if they are all right or not. Yeah, I can do that. No, nah, I mean, it should be pretty quick. Just kind of hold me up a little bit so I can... Okay. The sun glints off of the blade in this extraordinarily majestic kind of way. And he goes... <clears throat> hey, yo! 
Where you at, boys? Uh, and the geckos start materializing out of the branches and leaves of the trees. You see a scrap of bark congeal into the form of a gecko and then lick its eye and turn its attention to the Lorax. And again, on a leaf and a flower and another leaf and a vine, the spirits arise. You hear chittering as they move their mouths, but no words are discernible. And the Lorax is just like, eh, uh-huh. yeah, good to see you too. Hey, Tony, yeah, no, great. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm glad the leg's better. All right, listen, buddies, I know it's been a long time. It's been a bit. It's been like a hot minute. We'll have to catch up. We'll do dinner. It'll be great. I, I got a request from the big guy. Yeah. No, yeah, I get it. No, it, it, it's an easy one. Mine head boys. You know what that means? Hey, yo, boss, they don't know what that means. What's one of them look like? He was wearing leather armor, kind of fancy, rather tight pants considering his age, and had a sling tied around his belt. Oh, mustache also. All right, all right, all right, hold on. Tight pants, belt sash, mustache? Belt sling. Belt sling. Well, it rhymed. I wanted to belt sling. Mustache. You did. No fucking shit. Really? Now that's wild. Hmm. All right. Okay, if you see him again, you send someone. Let the big guy know. All right? Okay. Good. All right, now, I, I gotta go. I gotta tell him, yeah, no. Yeah, you're great. You're wonderful. I love you, too. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm Wait, hanging Pelvin, up. All right, bye. I, don't, I have uh-huh. another question after this one, so they shouldn't leave just oh, yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, I thought that was two questions that you <laughs> no, said you had two questions. the first was a preamble anyway, to uh, the second. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I apologize for the confusion. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, buddy, here's the situation. They did see him. They weren't anywhere near the trail. They were off in the woods. Last time they saw him, they were uh, by some kind of swampy thing. But that they they ain't seen him since. So, thank you. I told him if they if they find them, they'll they'll send somebody. My next question might be more difficult to answer. I mean, we'll try it. As I understand it, the geckos are the vessels through which the elder gods interacted with the world for nourishment, correct? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah. Can you tell me which of the elder gods is the most approachable in its current state? Do you mean the least dangerous? That I might mean the be... most willing to have a conversation or... Most willing to have a yes. conversation. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, guard, I'm gonna go ahead and need you to roll me a nature Ooh, check. My strong suit. Negative Ooh. one. I rolled a 19 though, so an 18. 
Sorry to, to, to bring y'all back. I got one more. The big guy wants to know which of the Elder Gods that are currently fatushed are the most willing to have a conversation. <laughs> really? No, that actually makes sense. All right, I'll let him know. Okay. So they told me a couple things here. Because at 18 is pretty good. They told me one. <laughs> they would have figured it would have been Luna, but ain't nobody seen Luna in fuck knows how long. So given that it can't be Luna because you can't have a conversation with somebody who won't show their face, then it's probably Demoiselle. And they're not really saying that Demoiselle is the easiest one to be able to have the conversation with, right? It's, it's more... You might be able to get to it through a husband. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, anytime. At, once, at, at, at most, once per long rest. <laughs> oh um, cool. Guard doesn't know who any of these people are, but I don't know if that uh, matters <laughs> right now, and I feel like I'm pushing the limits of this thing's powers at the moment, so. Um, sure. Uh, DM. Yeah. Do any of those names ring a bell to Harissa? Absolutely the fuck not. Damn it. It's okay. They're names. They're names. Heard. That's a big step. Um, I'm going to look up at the geckos uh, and then say, thank you. And then I will pick up the Lorax and deactivate it, turning it back into an axe. Big Paul, the last your crew was seen was by some swampy thing that was not on the trail in the direction of Minehead. That being said, the geckos will inform me if they spot them anywhere in the woods. In the meantime, I have learned the names of several of the Elder Gods, and which one might be more open to communication as opposed to conflict. W wonderful. Um, I was afraid of this, guard. If you go out there, would you please find them? I will. I'll hold down the fort. Now, let's bury some viscera. So, uh, everybody is, is having a good time, right? There, there's, there's, there's sort of, uh, you know, Big Paul has one of the, the, the bighorn sheep that did not make it, you know, sort of clean and preserved and, and is now kind of roasting that over a spit. Uh, there's alcohol free flowing. There is music. Benny does indeed bring out her drums. Uh, yes. I think Oz has just kind of like one of those, um, one of those Chinese one string violins, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, you can just get some insane stuff out of that. Um, 
and you know the broad beams are are sort of out in force and 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 you know kind of whipping up some revelry and uh you know willie who has made more or less a full recovery is kind of back out and and kind of um you know uh going around challenging people to arm wrestling competitions and just all kinds of insane bullshit uh and i am uh very curious as to um i think I think I want to do kind of, I, I kind of want to take this one at a time for the moment. Uh, I want to start with uh, Harissa. Harissa, what are you, what are you getting up to uh, at this, at this party, at this moment of revelry? Uh, I think uh, after having a couple of shots herself, um, maybe a slice of citrus fruit, a bit of salt, you know, get that down you. Yeah. I think she would be because she's actually got a set of like um hand drums as well i just checked her like thing and i was like i'm pretty sure she yes. has she does so i'm gonna say she's just kind of like sitting next to like benny and oz and just like got the drums in her lap and she's just kind of like yeah vibing with them uh go ahead and run me a quick <laughs> perception check if you please perception check i don't know what she'll be able to perceive high as a kite i know but what we won't she be able to perceive <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's true. She just got a 24. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think yeah, she's yeah. seeing everything. She sees time. She's seeing the music. Harissa. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Sound waves. I think that your perception has slowed down enough in this moment that you're really taking stock of kind of what's happening around you. And I think you do this really interesting thing where you sort of see the drums as this momentary extension of yourself. You are just like finding a good rhythm. And then that extends over into Benny's drums. And there's a moment of interesting dissonance where it's like, these are familiar, but they're different, right? This is a slightly different style of building these drums. And then you kind of consider Benny for a moment. And with the context of the bighorn sheep sort of showing up out of nowhere, you realize Benny too is a creature displaced from the Northern deserts. And I think you have that thought, and it just sort of becomes part of reality, right? It is a truth, and you accept it, and you move on. Yeah. <laughs> Sphinx is probably just, like, dancing around in front of, like, the fire or something. He's having a good time. What What um, is Sphinx getting up to? Uh, I think he's probably in between getting a little bit, uh, you know, having some fun with the music and then getting a bit bored because, obviously, he's not partaking so he's probably a bit like uh she's some she's doing a thing i don't know what she's doing i'm just gonna go see what else is happening so i think he's just kind of like being curious being nosy sort of like just watching everyone very cool um if he's just running around i definitely june will definitely try to get his attention at some point oh he'd be straight over there straight over there <laughs> Uh, yeah, June, I think you see Spinks kind of uh, look, uh, you know, kind of stop, perk up, look around at the fire, see everybody kind of dancing around and excited about food, and then snake his way up to you at the bar. How's it going, buddy? Hi! It's got pretty good. You see my dance moves? I got some pretty good dance moves. And he just does a little you shuffle do. You do. On, on the bar top. Like, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Does a little moonwalk. So good. You know. He's nice. He's pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, I was, I was thinking, uh, you know, I'm running this bar right now. Um, how about we, uh, do a little thing, uh, 
to get back at uh, Isaac for uh, what he said to you. You had me at do a thing. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So if you go into Oz's infirmary, uh-huh. there's like a powder. Uh-huh. Uh, it's in one of the drawers, and it turns... It'll turn whatever you drink into this, like, bright pink color, like, hot pink, like, super pink. Turns pink thing. Yes. Okay. Good. So, if you can, if you can find that for me, um, and bring it back over here, that would be, that would be great. I do this for you. This is, I, you can trust me. I will find the, the powder that makes the drink pink. And he does a little salute and sort of just like, I want to say he just kind of like, you know, when you, when you exit an airplane with a parachute and you just kind of fall backwards, he kind of does that off the bar. And then you, you hear a little, you hear a little <laughs> as he deploys his neck frill to parachute down <laughs> off of the bar. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to have Sphinx roll, because I love making Sphinx roll this. Yes, okay, go on. Stealth check. Stealth check. All right, let me check his his shenanigans. Oh, he got a three plus one, so that's four. (laughs) Yay! Guard, once again, (laughs) you see Sphinx on a mission. (laughs) Wee, 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 wee. I don't. So guard throughout this whole process is not, is literally just standing motionless in the room, like he's not he's you know he doesn't drink. He doesn't, so the whole time guard has just been like just standing there, kind of just watching things happen. Um, I don't know if he would interfere or not. Okay, then you see Sphinx rush into Oz's infirmary, clatter about <laughs> noisily. Hip, like things smash. I'll say this: and, if like, Sphinx wanted chaos. help, Guard would help. Uh, so you see, you see Sphinx rattle around, uh, and then rush out. Uh, and Sphinx, you see Guard just watching you the whole time. <laughs> He's like carrying this like thing like out in his hands, and he like stops, looks up at Guard, just like watching him, <laughs> and he stares at him for a second. Hi, Guard. Um. And then just kind of slowly puts the thing behind his back. Uh, I, um... <laughs> and then kind of shuffles sideways. It's <laughs> <laughs> like crab walks. <laughs> like trying to get around it. It's like, oh, um... Oh, look, there, there's a thing behind you. Where? What sort of thing? Guard turns around to look for a thing. <laughs> and he quickly scarfers off. <laughs> There's like the the fire behind you, right? Like Big Paul is behind you, but nothing exemplary. And in the moment when you turn around, Sphinx is taken I will off. Look keenly out for a thing ah. for a amount of time that is too okay. long. <laughs> Sphinx arrives. Uh, Sphinx, you arrive back at the uh, at the uh, at the bar for you. And he holds up the perfect the thing. Oh my god. Amazing. You're amazing, Sphinx. Okay, all right. I think right. this is right. It looks good. I, I think you're I think you're right. Okay. Um and she sniffs the bag a little bit. I, I think this is it. 
I don't remember any pink poison. So I think we're good. All right. So I'm going to, June's going to prepare a a scrap Cirilla Mm -hmm. uh, cocktail for uh, Isaac and sprinkle some of the the pink powder. uh, What goes into a scrap Cirilla cocktail? I just love that we're potentially, like, we're trusting Spinks to know the right thing to grab, so, or, or some, or Isaac is just getting point, poisoned. That, this is amazing. This is 100%. Amazing. Yeah. Does it look, I'm assuming it looked like the thing yeah. that I remember? Yeah. You're paying a lot of trust. I like. I love. Right I love. I love that this is so much scarier when I just ask. When I just tell you guys that it's going to happen and don't ask for a roll. You're good. You got it. Yeah, you got the thing you wanted, Sam. You're fine. Oh, Isaac's going to fucking go into like a coma or something. They have three hit points, but we're fine. <laughs> it's it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's fine. Okay. No, shh. It's fine. So okay. what goes what goes in what goes into a scrap Cirilla cocktail? Uh, so there's a scrap Cirilla. Yep. And um, uh, maybe stuff like now. Uh, some pink <laughs> stuff. Yep. Um, and like maybe uh, a lime, like a little little Just squeeze. One one some citrus lime wedge. Yes. <laughs> One yeah. lime wedge, and that's it. <laughs> All right, amazing. Uh, you run this chips. over. You Sam will not over. be making me drinks. No, 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 no. I swear I can make a proper drink. Uh, you run this over to Isaac. Uh, Isaac, you are, um, I would imagine, you know, you're, you're, you're present. You're sort of back on your feet, uh, but you're not, you know, kind of dancing, right? Like, I would imagine no, you're probably no. just kind of hanging out, watching things unfold. Uh, you're just sort of off to, off to the side a little bit, and June scampers up with a drink. And uh, so next, he's actually hanging out with uh, Maurice. So tell me again about this crazy ass. No, it was just a big ass pig man. The, the, the whole entire person was a person. And then there was a big, there was a pig, God, not in my face. There was a pig head like Carl's. Literally the same as Carl's. If you take Carl's head and put it on top of the three. Now, why then, would you take a pig head and put it on a damn full person body? That's what I kept asking him. And then his name was something stupid like uh, 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 Porcus or something Porcus? like that. Oh, June. June. What, 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 what this, this party is awesome. How you doing, June, honey? Hey, how y'all doing? <coughs> doing all right. Just, yeah. Young Isaac, he was just telling me about some nonsense thing about a god in the woods that's, that's a pig of some kind. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Porky. 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 Yeah. Porky. Porky. Yeah. Porky. 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 Pig man. Porky. Porky? Porky. And he just yeah. wanders into the crowd just saying <laughs> Porky quietly to himself <laughs> over and over again. Oh, uh, Maurice. Man, that Maurice, he just, he's a hoot, isn't he? Uh, anyways, I uh, i wanted to bring you, I'm, I'm trying, I'm making new cocktails. Um, and this is a new recipe that I made. And, um... I was hoping that you would uh enjoy it and tell me what you think. I made it just for you. Big old puppy eyes. How could you deny this face? Look at look at this face. Oh, of course, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah! That damn lizard again. <laughs> yeah, he's really I mean, just like on her shoulder, just like. As he was reaching for it before he saw Sphinx, and now he like takes his hand back. What's What's wrong? 
look at his face! And he kind of smushes June's face, like, to make it cuter. Like, look! How could you not look at this face? She made you... She made you this really, really nice cocktail. Oh, thank you, June. I appreciate You know, you're right. And he reaches for it. Smells it. Smells fine. Well, it smells like scrap spirilla. Right. With a little bit of lime. With a little I mean, bit lemon. of lime. <laughs> yeah. oh, you put, oh, you put a lime in it. There you go. That's the cocktail portion of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also it's also pretty fucking pink. Yeah. Oh, Isaac likes that portion of it because yeah. it reminds him of, of home and his fancy drinks he used to get. Uh, Isaac downs it. The whole thing. Yes. Amazing. Oh. Oh, the oh whole thing. Oh, you just oh, drank God the whole man. thing. Isaac. Uh, did you well, taste it? It's like scrap spirilla with lime. <laughs> <laughs> June's going to whisper to Sphinx. I, I didn't think he'd drink the whole, the whole thing in one go. Was, was he not supposed to drink the whole thing? Isaac. He was just going to take a sip. Please roll me oh, a D100. It's, it's a, it's oh, a D100? <laughs> What is about to happen? Wild magic, boys! (laughs) That's a 49. All right. Right in in the middle. Good stuff. You, there's no, there's no immediate, there's no immediate anything. You just, you, you drink it and it's, it tastes like scraps barilla. Now what? Uh, Isaac looks out at the crowd and then he sees... Marissa, he's assuming talking to Big Paul. Uh, he sees Guard picking at the fire, trying to find that thing. Um, uh, he sees the town around him, and he takes a, a utensil by him. And he takes a glass he just took the drink out of, and he hits the um, fork against the glass. And obviously everyone's partying, so nobody hears that, and he's just like, Hey! <laughs> they just- when you go to yell hey, Silence. And from your mouth, a cloud of pink bubbles. (laughs) I swear to God, 49 to 50. You can't speak for the next minute. When you try, pink bubbles float out of your mouth. Fucking perfect. So perfect. Question. So big of a question. How does Isaac respond to that? Do do the words come out of the bubbles or is it just silence? Like if you pop the bubble. Uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I think uh, that's more fun for me. Okay. So <laughs> the bubbles float out of your mouth. Uh, what do you do? Uh, he watches the bubble and then he tries to pop it. Everyone is now looking at you, right? Because when you pop it, it's actually louder. Like it's like, hey. And now everyone's looking at you. June is very slowly, with Sphinx on her, moving backwards. Instinctually grabs her shoulder. (laughs) Drags her to the front with him. Another bubble comes out, pops it, you hear, well, fuck it. I guess this will work. As you speak, bubbles are coming out of your mouth. There, it's not. It's not one big one. If you try to speak more, it's more bubbles. So you have to get them in the right order. <laughs> so you see, you see multiple bubbles come out of his mouth, and he's trying to pop them in order because he's trying to make a speech. You're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
20 years ago, a trio of lost kids decided to create a place, a community, a home away from what they called home. They decided to take the world they were promised and leave it for a world they were willing to create for themselves. One to be proud of, one they could share with other rebels, other lost children, others wanted to plant their own flag in life. And Rally was born from that dream. And in these 20 years, I've had a chance to meet and to love each and every person within this wonderful community. Now the force itself has also decided that it will take a chance on Rally. And so we must prove that we can be what we chose to show the world and what they were actually missing out on. And my friends and family, we will show the world that Rally doesn't need its approval and that we are, huh, which bubble, shit, screw it, stronger, rallied. Isaac, you get the warmest round of applause that is dusted with sweet laughter as everyone watches you struggle through the dumbest fucking obstacles to try to rally these people together and do a decent job at it. And that takes about a minute, right? And at the end of it, you're, you know, back to normal. Your lips and tongue and teeth are all still bright pink, but at this point, you just assume it's got something to do with the wild scraps barilla side effect that it does anything June did. And you're wandering around and you're shaking hands and you are, you know, keeping people's spirits up and accepting people's thanks and congratulations for keeping Rally going for another month at least. And as you're wandering around, Isaac, I need you to roll me a luck check. Yay, luck checks. 15. It was a one and then it rolled. Uh, On a 15, you go to step away from Andy Gerda. You're having, you know, kind of a a moment with her and you you go to step away uh, and you turn and... Robert was the kid that you invented earlier? Robbie, yeah. Robbie trips over your foot, barrels toward the fire, and you reach out, you grab him by the scruff and pull him in. See, now imagine if you had a knife in your hand. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Uh, uh, listen, um, Mr. Axtrama, I was actually looking for you. Uh, there's somebody up at the... up the hill there. Um, he said he's looking for you. He said he's a friend of yours. He's got a pig head? Not really sure what that's about. Anyway, I did my bit. Thanks for not letting me die. Yeah, no problem, Robbie. Um, Runs off. Isaac sighs. Uh, watches, looks, takes one more glimpse at the town just in revelry. Walks quietly by himself up the hill to uh, Porky. Ex-drummer, good to see you. How's it going, Carl? I Still not my name. A month later, still not my name. I've been informed that it's the name of one of your boar. It's still not you my name. You didn't even visit. I you didn't say hello. Nothing. You know, we were almost 
invaded, taken over. Yeah, I heard. Weren't, though, so that's pretty good. Glad you're not dead. Yeah, me too, I guess. What's up? I told you I'd give you a month. That you did. Well. And uh, I believe we have our arrangements all settled and situated. Wonderful. Got some some resin heading out. Hopefully our plan works to the best of its ability until we get back. So I guess I can wrangle up the rest of them. They're having a real good time tonight. You mind if we get started tomorrow morning? Listen, buddy. You get started whenever the hell you want. You made an oath to the forest. It's not my job to fucking babysit you. In fact, I'm doing you a favor by being here tonight at all. And he reaches behind him and pulls out something hidden in shadow and he hands it to you. It's Sherwood's loot. What an episode. Oh my goodness, if the mid-roll was a cliffhanger. Sheesh Louise, that ending. Does our dungeon master know how to put one on or does he know how to put one on? But before we go, I just want to give a very, very special thank you to Darlene Wallace and the Elder Barry, our defenders, our champions. We love you guys. We appreciate the support. You are our true heralds, and my goodness, we appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. Hey, oh, you're still here, card. That's, that's fun. Aren't you... Oh boy, is this going to be what it's like every time we do these? Yes. Okay, well, do you want to say anything to Darlene or to Elder Barry? I think that you do good. Okay, that's that's a weird compliment. But yeah, I I think they do good too. Y'all do good. Have a great one, guys. See you later. Don't forget to feed your pets. Get home safe and have a great week.